Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lowell's. We don't have guests too often on here, but we had to bring on my buddy, Pat Crane. You know him from ship chasing, from stat chasing, the man who loves Ronald Jones, who now loves Chris Paul and Nikola Jokic and Jason Tatum Cosmics. Pat, thank you for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. That's right. Brian, how are you guys doing? I brought I brought Pat into the fold of our uh our top shot world and now you two are even in on a cosmic that i don't have a piece of i i've got massive fomo as by your your choice um we we could have used your your influence to help us get that purchase going when <laughs> yeah. top shot was down last night it took but, a while to get the crypto on the site for uh just non-influencers like us yeah this everyday Joe is trying to buy a cosmic. It's it's been stressful. I'm still you know I'm still dealing with getting my my crypto punk money. You know moving around money. I'm I'm sending Brian you know daily deposits via Zelle for these top shots. I mean it's just out of hand. <laughs> you have a recurring deposit set up. <laughs> yeah, Brian is now has me on a twelve month plan. I send him four thousand dollars every Monday, and uh, we'll get whole eventually. I'm going to have to do a Google spreadsheet just to keep track of all the pieces. <laughs> I yeah. have one going and I can't even keep up with my own spreadsheet. I've Maybe. still been able to keep up with mine, but partially because I've been limiting myself to like low volume, um, not low volume of dollars necessarily, but low volume of moments. <laughs> I would, I would say you are not at a low volume. of I top would shots, say Pat. the same thing. <laughs> um, I thought we'd go at least, you know, one day after the Tatum cosmic buy of, of Brian not sending us a cosmic to buy. And we did, but we got two from the tops instead. <laughs> two, two from the tops. And I was going to send a cosmic, but you guys didn't respond to me at all. I'm like, okay, I'll, I won't push it. <laughs> you're, you're an awful influence because like, I'm, you know, Me. I'm looking in a certain price range and then you send across the, you're like, you send across a $25,000 moment today. You're like, this is looking pretty spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. It looks kind of like a good deal though, doesn't it? You can't, you can't it deny does, it. It actually and, does. And it was Jack who sent the Tatum. <laughs> well, Jack's That's another bad influence. We, so me and Pat were going, we wanted a um, Jamal Murray. Uh, what, which, what, what was it? It was a hollow, right? Hollow. It was the Jamal Murray Hollow, yeah. Number two or three, it was up there. It was, I think it was number three, and it was like at thirteen nine or something. Yeah, it was a really good good price. And so, like, I go to click buy or whatever. Oh no, I was putting the money on there. Go to click buy under maintenance, and then it was under maintenance for I don't know how long, like four hours. I was on there two two three minutes after the maintenance was up. Click buy, gone. <laughs> we got a screenshot that showed the buy had happened before the maintenance. Yeah, the buy had. And so you had four hours of thinking you had a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four. Well, I thought it was a good thing first. I'm like, okay, well, the money will get on there by the time the maintenance is up, and then you know, no one's no one's looking at this thing. Yeah. That's like the time my parents as kids, my brother and I really wanted a dog and we thought there was a real chance they were going to get us dogs. And my parents legit bought giant stuffed animals from Costco that were these Doberman pinchers and they put them underneath the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. I come downstairs and I see a very lifelike looking dog and it was not a dog. I I had been teased by my own parents uh, and they gave me a stuffed animal. And I think that's a lot like what you're 
Slow, top shot experience was like my parents did that with both a car oh, you yeah. get the toy car they give the toy car to the tree and you're like 16 years old yeah wow that's brutal <laughs> um that's- this is this is a good question though i mean pat the foremost ronald jones truther pat if they're let's say cosmic one out of 49 mints let's say that 99 yard touchdown run from this year i mean what what's the price I don't want to, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. It's <laughs> like one of the things that I've discovered about myself is that I can go, I can sort of say, yeah, you know, I'll be rational and, but I'll chase the shit out of that. And I'm going, I'm going to get the number 27 of that. And uh, I just hope they don't min it. <laughs> to Dude, be honest. That isn't that the funny thing, like through this kind of bull run the past week, I've been, like pretty measured. I haven't been FOMOing any, anything. I feel like I want to wait for something to shake things up for a pullback. And then we got Damian Lee on the podcast and I immediately just go spend almost a thousand dollars on one of his moments. <laughs> like just the most impulsive emotional buy where it's like, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Nope. Emotions take over. Can't help. It's wild. It's wild. And like, I, I would have thought that with this whole NBA top shot thing, not knowing a lot about basketball would be a pretty big handicap. It is in a certain way in that like, I'm very easy to influence, you know, (laughs) like, like on this, this buy that we did uh, for Tatum, like Brian saying, we wanted the Murray. We were like kind of going back and forth on a bunch of other stuff. And then like Jack just popped in and was like, Jason Tatum is the nut buy. Cosmic. We were like, oh, really? Okay, cool. <laughs> that's what we want. It took like 15 minutes. Come on. <laughs> that took it's true. It's true. Like, that's a little expensive. And then 15 minutes later, we're like, that is looking pretty tasty. Uh, <laughs> does anyone want in on it? <laughs> we I think we are all like bad influences on each other. Hey, that, uh, this is what I wanted to say before the show. Yeah. I think it's here's the here's the good aspect of it of 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 doing it with people. I think the toughest part of all this, all this, this new DeFi, Bitcoin, everything is like, when the hell do you sell? So like, at least when you have other people, like you could be like, all right, somebody, one of the guys in the group wants to sell. You could like, you know, there could be some sort of consensus maybe. Like I find all that is because otherwise I'm just going to sit on it. And then this whole, who knows what'll happen. You know what I mean? Like I have no idea when to sell it. No idea when to take profits or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like a concern for me considering we are all uh, observing the market on like a minute by minute basis right now. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have a pretty good grasp on how things are going. Yeah. But that's not to sell. There's been no sign of selling yet. Oh, that's because we're all uh, going to yeah, die. I with moment today. <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. Tell them about your big sell, Pat. Yeah. I had a James Harden run it back number 69 nice. and uh, it had been, very stagnant for a long time. And I priced it several times. I had one point, I think I had it around like 1.5K, 2K. And then I was like, what am I doing? I priced it at 69.69. You know, just just fun. And then it sold today at 69.69. <laughs> what, were, what were the comparable prices of cereal, non-meme cereals around it? It had actually... So it... It basically the price came up to where it made sense as a buy. Like yeah. it, it basically sold at a level that where the low ask was like fifty nine hundred, um, and it's run it back. So what is that? It's it goes into the hundreds. So to get a two digit going to sixty nine sixty nine, you're paying like a thousand more. I think it right. probably made sense. Yeah, it wasn't. They didn't do it for the meme. Well, I had two meme uh, numbers that I had gotten from just like series two base packs. I had one of the originals, my Joel Embiid number 69. So I had listed that for 690 and it had sat on the site for three weeks. Uh, finally went a couple days ago. And then I also had a Tyler Hero 3333 and it was a three pointer. And I sold that for $333. I probably should have just kept that one. Uh, now that I think about it, like I'm looking at my dapper balance and I'm like, I'd rather just have that card than $333. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I had a Kira Lewis listed and some like lower stuff where I was just like, I don't, if this goes to like two grand, I'm going to feel, you know, really dumb if I sell it for like 200 bucks or whatever. 
I mean, I think that's, you know, if you've been in Top Shot for, let's say, like more than two weeks or or just at least wow. two weeks, you have both felt like the biggest genius and the biggest idiot in the world, like at one point or another. Yeah. I had, I bought two Cam Reddish with the steals, one for 320, which is a three digit and a two digit for like 450. And those were like fairly deep underwater after I bought them. And then I basically sold out for like slight profits on what I had bought for. And I'm sure now they're like probably like almost 2K. I can check. Yeah. But yeah, it was. So you just, to your point, like I thought I, I was like, this is a dumb series. No one likes with the steel. I should have bought something else. They're, they're now 975. So they, I would have tripled up on the one. I only listed one, and that's because Pete twisted my arm live on stream to list a Tobias Harris, and it didn't sell. And then when things started getting crazy, whatever, a couple days ago, I took it down. So I haven't sold that. I haven't sold what, what was the one? Was it the Cool Cat? Yeah, the Cool Cat. Okay. Are you? Do you have? Are you completing the challenge? No. Okay. Are you no, completing I, completing the challenge, Pete? No, I really want to. Like oh, I think. No. Why did you say, oh, no? This is why he's got, he said, I got my money tied up. Sorry, I can't get in on the Tatum because he wants that cool cat challenge. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. You're right. No, this here's the thing. This he's is the very liquid because it's all in cool cats. Hey, God, this is the strategy, guys. The strategy is hoping for a massive market correction um, <laughs> and I can buy a LeBron. And if that doesn't work, completing the cool cats challenge is my fallback. <laughs> those, are, those are my only two options right now. Do you guys think if the they let's say I don't know four months from now they have a release like hundred thousand set instead of these fifteens does that help or hurt? Help like or hurt or something? I think it hurts like us, like people who have a fair amount invested. Like, yeah, I think it hurts you. Because now there's somewhere else to go play. There's like an actual pool. I was thinking it would help us because it's then that will become the intermediary or in, uh, the introductory price. Like now a whole bunch of people who only spend dollars can get into that one. And just, you know, more people interested in it. Yeah. See my, my thought. And I feel like even today uh, when we've seen some mini pullbacks in the market, like so all like all the stuff that I look at right now are the series one base moments for good players. Like those are the guys I have like yeah. a laser focus on and their prices have not budged. They have not budged at all. And people were like, holy cow, the market's correcting. And those were some all the series. Today. Yeah. Oh, some of the the series one studs. Yeah. Yeah. Like while people were saying the market was crashing, I was like, not for the shit I want. Right. And so I think the it, it makes logical sense of when you come in the market, you you buy the Series 2 commons. They're the most affordable entry point. You poke around on some of what I've been calling the gimmicky series. You mentioned the, the For the Strip or whatever, For the Win, who knows. Um, people go to that, and then eventually they kind of realize, like, oh, man, I want to ladder up, and I want to yeah. get to a Series 1 base movement. So I can't even talk today. Movement, moment. Uh, and I just worry that those aren't, like we might be seeing the floor at those at all times. Like I don't know if they're gonna drop below that. Maybe yeah. the the S one stuff. You mean? Yeah, the S one. I hope I'm wrong. I don't. I don't think a tier where people can spend a couple bucks is gonna hurt hurt us. That's my guess. Maybe. And it, you know, it's different than you know, the '80s baseball. You guys card. are. Yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear it? I know. I just. I thought Pat lost connection. Um, I, I don't think like them making more series with a whole bunch of cards is is going to hurt. I think it's just going to help. Yeah. Are we all back on? Can you guys hear we, me? We've, we've been able to hear you this whole time. Okay. Yeah, all right. You've been it, it keeps it keeps like uh, wheeling on your screen, so I didn't realize. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess my concern with it, would be like the what's ha the dynamic now is that there are these pack drops that are really exciting that are actually the pack drops now are going well from a logistical standpoint. You're able to get in line. It's fair. 
you you're signing up for a lottery. You're probably not getting a pack. It's really exciting if you do get a pack. People are posting screenshots now of just opening packs, so it's generating excitement. And then when you don't get a pack, except you can't do this right now because they're still in maintenance, but you go to the marketplace. So, and then I think like with um, a bunch of new packs, there might just be like you can kind of wet, you can kind of like get that uh, that itch scratched through the packs a little bit more. I. I was talking about this, Pat, you were in the discord earlier when we were talking about it too, where, you know, there's these competing narratives of people being like, you know, a lot of people are getting turned off. It's their first time on the site and there's 80,000 people going after 5,000 packs. They're not getting them. They're going to lose people, blah, blah, blah. And to me, my point is like, I think it's this double-edged sword where people want to have their cake and eat it too. They want their account values to continue rising and they want when they open a pack to be able to like flip these for a 10 X or even more. And it's like, that's all good and well, but the, the flip side of that is it's very hard to get a pack. And if it's really easy to get a pack, those moments you're opening aren't worth that much. They're probably worth the cost of the pack. So it's like, what do you actually, or less, what do you want? Do you want the moments in your pack to be worth a shit ton? Or do you just want to be able to rip packs whenever you want, even though what you're getting isn't actually going to be that valuable? And I think people aren't realizing that dichotomy when they're like, they're turning people away. It's like, well, you're just upset because you want to 10X your pack. And when it's easy for you to get a pack, you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes. I don't think the top end stuff is going to really be super affected by that just yet. Like me and Pat were talking on Discord. Like I could see, like the the pro players wanting a CP3. You know what I mean? Like the young guys. Yeah. Um, and they'll pay a hundred grand for it. That is something. Um, and Pete, we were talking about getting some of the art NFTs. I think that that's kind of a sharp move because, like, how many? Like, let's say you want to moon something, right? Like, you want to. 500 grand or something. You want to get totally lucky and sell something for 500 grand eventually. Like how many buyers are there out there for like that huge moonshot? I mean, for, 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 I mean, there's a decent amount, but I think you're kind of stuck with a certain pool of buyers where like the art pool is a whole different subset, you know, of the culture that is used to paying a ton of money for art so like you know i don't know shit about baseball cards or top shots but i don't know anything about art either but i don't think it really matters i could also see this going like the direction like some like etfs or something where like somebody's like buying and selling a whole bunch of these is like a manager of a fund and you just you just buy into his fund i think that could be something that uh where this goes uh i think there's a lot of things a lot of cool things that could happen outside of just like the baseball card comparisons. Yeah. Uh, where this, it could get, it could get huge. And I do think that is important to think about. And I was actually talking with Pat about this earlier today, this idea, like if you want to poke holes in top shot, like, you know, being the the establishment for years and years to come. Like, I, I think you can do that. I, I think it's a very, very hard case to poke holes in NFTs going anywhere. And right now, the brilliance of Top Shot, not only is it a mass, you know, a, a product with mass market appeal, but they've made the on-ramp for non-crypto users so easy through the DAP wrap and credit card. And once some of these other NFTs, I just bought art on Nifty Gateway tonight and they have the credit card thing and their pack drops or, you know, art drops have been selling out because they have that. So I think once the on-ramps get good and people are less intimidated by like, okay, I want to buy this thing and I have to get my crypto and I have to send it to my MetaMask and then I have to do this, like blah, blah, blah. Once those barriers of entries are leveled, I do think it's an interesting conversation to be like, are people going to start looking elsewhere? Do I really want to buy a Bruno Fernando series two commons when there's this really sick piece of artwork over here that I could go get? And so that's the interesting thing to me with how this ultimately fits within the NFT landscape. I think there's less overlap there. And I would be more concerned about an NFL 
Top yeah, shot. me too. Yeah, that and that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about too. Obviously, yeah. the other the other sports. Yeah, but I completely agree. I mean, I think this what Top Shot's done is you know their website. It's not like you're going to some kind of crypt into some kind of crypto world. You're going to a website. You're buying this thing. The thing is backed by the blockchain. You need like a four you know forty second explanation of like here's why this matters that it's on the blockchain and that and then it helps you that it's on the blockchain and then you basically then you say it's stupid and that it's it's just the dumbest thing you ever heard and then you go on the site and then your friend sends you one and then you buy like more than you ever thought possible okay so that's how top shot works but i i also think that it's like not a crypto culture exactly like for example no one's talking about like putting these in cold storage and stuff and how we can't trust a third <laughs> right. party. No one's like, talked about security. I at set all. up two factor right. identity. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But did you guys, we're talking did I lose you guys? That's a good, really good point that no one, none of I the think I cut out, but the cyberpunks are sick. So they, they must not have aped in yet. A lot of those, those old school cyberpunk guys. Right, because we're talking to Andy on Club Top Shot, all these things of like having a separate address for holding your crypto punks and all this stuff. I have not heard one person being like, I hope someone doesn't log in and steal my cosmic. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's another thing that could come out of this is wallets, right? Your NFT wallets. If uh, that, I guarantee someone's going to build that, that functionality be out of here. But for art, Pat, you could have like an auction house or, uh, you know, like one of those legacy art stores um to get involved somehow and then that'll give it that same credibility and with an artist is a little different too like i think this makes so much sense for artists because they could have a lot more control over their product and stuff like that and so like they're gonna have to kind of put it on a one of those weird crypto you know marketplaces anyways because they're just an individual maybe even music could could start getting into this um yeah, I think it's it's kind of like Bitcoin for me, where like the more you think about it, the more layers there are, and like the cool like the cool things they could do with it. The only difference is when I first, actually, no, I guess when I first thought about Bitcoin, I was just like, oh, that's cool. And then I forgot about it for like two years. <laughs> when I first saw this, I was like, eh. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. I wasn't ne totally negative on it. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to spend thirty five grand today. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually am curious. <laughs> <laughs> Curious, Brian. How did you how did you go from I don't want to spend this to spamming us with cosmic links every twelve hours? <laughs> because it's just like free money right now. Like we can oh sell our stuff right now for a solid profit. We could. Yes. And we just bought it all like three days ago. That all of that is true. The only so thing we, more profitable is meme stocks, and everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually curious though, because if if that's your thesis, I feel like you would be pushing us to flip more. It seems like, but you might be open to a more longer term horizon on it. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of unreasonable? Like a month from now is not flipping it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's that's true. You're in this crazy NFT world, a flip is like 40 seconds. <laughs> like, yeah, like, okay. If you sold this within six months. I would consider that in the real world a flip. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So in top shot time, time, like holding for a month is like a 10 year time horizon. That's like, yeah. That's, yeah. You just paid off a 30 year mortgage. On your <laughs> <house>. <laughs> Can we talk about top shot time? Like I've never done something that's distorted my perception of time. Like it's top crazy. Shot. Yeah. In like a bad way. Like I'm having the time of my life, but uh, my attention, my productivity, and I keep trying to like set up guardrails and it's just, there's always something to check. There's 19 group chats talking about it. You're checking the four different account valuation sites. You're refreshing your bookmarks on the moments you're watching. You're checking Twitter. You're checking Discord. Like, And it's just like every time I get caught up in this loop where I'm like, I'm going to do this one thing. Oh, there's this notification. And then it sets me off on that cycle of going through all of those different things I love to check. Like the dopamine levels are coming so fast right now. My brain is short circuiting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was checking Jason Tatum's stat line. Was, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the things that you can check keep getting better too. Like you know the the tools, the evaluate and the moments ranks and all that stuff. You're just like, and everything's going up, so you just want to keep checking it. Yeah, it's it's really it's really nuts. Um, oh, yeah. it does. 
my um, my YouTube chat. Who's the first whale to get their account hacked? Um, I think the only way that you can get hacked right now is uh, Top Shot would have to get hacked, right? I agree. Unless you and because you have don't you have to have two factor authentication? No, you don't have to have two factor. No, okay, it, I turned it on after we bought our Jokic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I can't like have I have someone else involved then. Now I have to do the two factor. Yeah. Well, I signed up for like Moments Rank wants you to sign up for you can like track your account and then they want your email. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, but it's I go in through Google. So if you have my email, like now you're all that you have to much closer. Yeah. So then I was like, I better turn on two factor before this ends in a lot of yeah. tears. Yeah. 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 You're you're. Your account's way too big not to do it. It's an it's annoying, but you just got to do it. Please yeah. take care of our LeBron dunk, Pat. <laughs> yeah, once I, you I have, have a Kobe tribute. I have someone trying to log into my Yahoo DFS like once a week. Seriously? Just shooting their shot, just like, this is Shoot. the time I take right. my guess. They at probably Ride see me drinking on stream. Like <laughs> one of these days, he's gonna, he's just going to get hammered and go, yeah, that's me. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Pakistan again. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So like, so some of the ones like we have gone in on, uh, a few different ones and, um, we Jack went in on the CP three with us. The four of us have that cosmic. And then, and then I, I sat it out when you guys went, went for the, for the Tatum, uh, partly just because I didn't want to deal with the rigmarole of having to find more money uh, to send. But otherwise, if if I would have been more liquid and my money wasn't trapped in Dapper, I, I would have joined you guys for the for the Tatum ride. That that uh, it's the handles one, right? But it's the like handles, a game yeah. Three, it's it's a sick it's moment. A, it's a pretty cool moment. Yeah, I I want here's my task shot strategy developed over hours of <laughs> of effort is um. So like you want the players uh, for me is you just want the like young young studs which there's yeah. not as many the the hall of famers yep I think that has the same kind of strategy and the other guys who I would want and I haven't done this yet are like good, solid players on garbage teams and then flip them because I think people overvalue them like. Um, there's just tons of NBA players who aren't good, but once they get on a garbage team, they get all this usage and put up monster numbers. And then people are like, Oh, look, this guy's a 27 and five guy. He's a stud. And, um, and you could probably, if you find a good deal, flip it at the end of the year, but like all the other guys, I don't really even want. Right. That's how I, I went from just spraying and praying, clicking anything to becoming like the biggest snob. Uh, on like the guys that rookies, I wanted, of course. like of a few course, shots of yeah. rookies, yeah. But like that's everyone, yeah. Everyone's strategy, yeah. Jeremy Grant in your chat, Pete, he, he's kind of an ant, yeah. I could see him being he's having a pretty solid season, but he's not, he's not any good. Um, I mean, there's tons of them. I just go through I, uh, the teams the way I kind of look at it because I don't, again, I don't know that much about basketball, but I'm sort of like, you see where guys that like whose names I do recognize like even like a Dwight Howard or something there's not like and Dwight Howard used to be really good but there's not a ton of people kind of clamoring to make sure they've got some exposure to him you know as this kind of former great so guys who are probably going to end up having like worse careers than Dwight Howard don't seem like great buys you know you want to make sure you're going to have like someone who's actually a young stud and then there's going to be increasing hype on them. Right. In Pat, so uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, I know uh, Pat from doing all of our fantasy football stuff. Pat is one of the the top dynasty analysts too. And like, I feel like there's a very similar thing playing out here where you play in dynasty leagues, the rookies and the young studs, that's all anyone wants. You can get those guys for a king's ransom if you're trying to move them. You know, the Odell Beckham in his prime. I mean, he was fetching four first-round draft picks. Like, that's what people want. The Ja Morants, the Zions, the young guys that are going to be studs. And then there's these undervalued guys. The Larry Fitzgerald is kind of like the CP3, right? Yeah. Where he's just got 
a locked-in Hall of Fame career. People want to write him off six years before he's done playing, and he just keeps playing and playing and also is going to go down as one of the greatest wide receivers to play the game. And I feel like capitalizing on the frenzy, the recency bias, the youth chasing is one of the more exploitable things on Top Shot right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, somebody's saying here, Grant is good. Like somebody might be good at basketball too. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like fantasy stats and what people want. Um, I think CP3 is a little better than Larry Fitz, but I get your I get your point. I get I get what you're saying. Here's another thing with Pat. We were we were talking about Dwight Howard, and Derrick Rose is kind of in that category. Yeah. Like if he didn't if he didn't have that knee injury, and like I was thinking about like um uh regions chicago boston it's another good reason why we have, have a tatum like some of those guys just want their guy you know what i mean yeah they they the patriots type of thing yankees guys they'll always go for a little bit more yeah um but like this is their rookie card basically right it's dwight howard's rookie card does not he, we're not going back in time and yeah it's all famer so i think too and uh, Pat and I have talked about this, of this idea of just having like a slightly longer viewpoint outlook than the rest of the people here. And when you talk about the Derrick Rose, the Dwight Howards, they're not the sexiest names now, but history is going to look fondly on them in retrospect at their careers. Like right now, they're the like aging guys out of league, like even a Rajon Rondo, I think would fall into that bucket. Um, and so if you are just like, these are guys I want to hold for a few years. So when we look back on their career and you're like, wow, that's an impressive resume. I think you're going to ultimately end up doing well. And we were also talking about that in context of some of the bubble moments, which right now my initial fear was like, okay, we're going to have more playoff moments. Those aren't going to be as special. But then I realized with a couple more regular playoffs yeah. moments set, people are going to look back and be like, oh my God, the aesthetics and what that time represented as like a microcosm of America going through a global pandemic is going to look really fucking cool. And it's series one. It, it checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. I thought yeah. the same thing. And, and uh, Pete, I feel like we're getting into dupe strategy territory. And we're giving away all of our <laughs> strategies for top shots. But here, here's another thing with, with NBA. It's, it's only three years for Hall of Fame qual, um, qualification. Now, I think baseball's five. So if Howard retires this year, you only got to wait three years till he gets in. If CP3 hopefully, hopefully retires. <laughs> and, and and you just said something that we've I haven't heard anyone say this, but everyone's you know all the rage, uh, first moment tag, first game tag, all this stuff. What about a Hall of Fame tag? Oh man! Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, that would be like if you were going to search and you're like, I want to find this up, like the Hall of Fame tag. And obviously, you're going to, because they only have a lot of current stuff, it'll be probably more reserved to run it back and some of these guys. But a Hall of Fame tag would be huge. And like these guys, I'm, I don't want to name any names really, but like like the Pistons, the Cavs, the Wizard, Magic, Hawks, the Timberwolves, the Kings, like, like you could put up points if you get the usage on these garbage teams and they could look really bad in three years from now. I have a lot of Carl Anthony town. So let's, let's yeah, I, I, the, the problem is like, they seem so good right now, like Trey young and everything. But like, if you put, I don't know, like Bradley Beal on a good team, he's not scoring 32 points a game. Right. And so like, if your guy gets traded, like Kevin love back in the day, yeah. right. 20 whatever 25 14 boards with the timber puffs and then he gets traded to, to lebron and that and, and he's had an okay year but nowhere near the numbers and then he's done he was you know these these like offensive mediocre guys on garbage teams could really rack it up so like i think there's some risk there with like trey young and um uh, you know, it depends on what you're paying for too. Like if you're paying 50 bucks for like a Carl, uh, a Cole Anthony on the magic. Yeah. Like what well, that's, of course you, you take those risks, but now Trey Young's going for 80 grand cosmics or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? If Trey Young gets traded to whatever, let's say the Warriors or whatever, a good team. Well, guess what? He's the fourth option now. You know what I mean? He yeah. might be coming, coming off the bat. It can ha happen quick. And like that's Terry's Halliburton right now. He looks like a stud, you know, maybe take over Darren Fox's spot, but like um, they're, they're hot garbage. He's gonna, he's gonna get 20 shots on a real yeah. team. He's not. 
you know, he's still a rookie, he's still probably fairly cheap, but that's the kind of things I'm thinking with those type of guys. And those are the higher, higher end. Like Pat was kind of talking about like uh, uh Bam from um uh the Heat. I yeah. kind of put him in there. The Heat are good, obviously, but like um like I don't think he has like the ceiling of some of these other guys. Like they're a little different though, because the card you were you wanted is like clearly underpriced compared to, to all the other ones. But like that's the kind of guy I would kind of want to like be more flipping. And I, I think too, again, we're talking about like we have the thing that makes it so fun, right? Is there's so many levels. There's just like how good is the player? And then you have the game within the game about like the series, the, the scarcity of it. And then you have the moment specific stuff. And I forget, I've, I've listened to so much content, done so much. I don't know who was saying it, but like ultimately like how cool the moment is like that is going to be a bigger thing as we get more moments of like literally just like is this a cool block like i watched the zion block the series one base and like i just want to like rip my shirt off it's so cool as he volleyball spikes that out (laughs) and then like floats back down like yeah uh, the gravity is not working on him normally and so i guess the point i'm trying to make is if you're buying say like a fringe guy or like fringe based on like okay hall of famer or fringe based on it's not as scarce or or sought after a set make sure that the actual moment itself or the narrative of that moment is really really strong because eventually you're going to need something to hang your hat on when there's thousands and thousands of moments on the site well like you know to the kevin love analogy he's got a legendary right now that's listed at five grand five thousand two hundred fifty derrick rose has won it just over 10 grand. Just give it away. Well, no, but I mean, I'm actually not saying this is necessarily buys. Like <laughs> my point is like, cause Derek Rose won MVP, you know, and then his career tanks. And Injured. so like, yeah, but like, I don't know that much about Trey young, but I know he hasn't won an MVP. Like, yeah. you know, these guys, they could, they could, they could actually win the MVP and then things could go wrong from there. And, the view of them is not going to necessarily be that rosy down the line. So right. you really, you need like an extreme level of talent to kind of break, break through into the tier that we're looking for. And, and they're, 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 they're kind of pushing back at me on, on Chet. Like obviously Trey Young's doing really well. He's a good player. I'm not saying I would love to have a Trey Young, but like how much are his cosmics going for 80 grand or something like that? It's the, it's it's just like um you know an EV thing like if if Trey Young gets traded to a team that's good that could ruin that could totally ruin his value um and like or, you said, like or couldn't you play you could play the the devil's advocate on that take would be well what if they win a championship yeah like, that's true uh, would you rather that. be the stud on a bad team or the third best player on a team that wins a championship. I would definitely, I would definitely rather be the stud. I think for money, money wise, like so. Dwight Howard won a championship last year, right? No one gives a shit about that. But, but like yeah. his Hall of Fame career, though, that counts. Yeah, I guess it sort of depends, like how good the player is when they win the when they win the title. Yeah, I think it's you're really going like, to get that finals moment. Does anyone care that Ken, Kenny the Jet Smith won two? championships with the Rockets right. or do well, they want, you, do they want you, Barkley? You, you want to know why I don't care because neither of them have moments on the site. So I can't really <laughs> yeah. tell you as soon as they, they make a deal with TNT, they're going to get one. What do you think about like, so one thing that uh, I've looked at with this run of back series, you know, I'll be like, Oh, um, Paul Pierce has pretty good, pretty good price here. And, uh, but it, it's a Brooklyn Nets moment. Right. You guys lose me? Okay. No, no, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like, it's a Brooklyn Nets moment, and who wants a Brooklyn Nets Paul Pierce? Who wants a Brooklyn Nets Kevin Garnett? No one wants that. Like, the Boston guys would want that, um, would want a Boston Garnett, and and a Minnesota Garnett would be really cool, too. But no one wants a, a Brooklyn Nets Garnett. And certainly not a Brooklyn Nets Paul Pierce. No, the whole concept of run it back is for the nostalgia of how most people remember these players. Even I was like, 
I got a Chauncey Billups run it back was one of the first ones I bought just because I have like a little connection. My cousin played against him. He was a Denver Nuggets guy, but his run it back. Um, now this is where I'm really exposing myself. I think it's, it's not even his, maybe it's Pistons, whatever. It's not the, the nostalgia one that I wanted. Uh, yeah. basically, but I, I, I get the, I get the point you're going for there. That, that is a problem with our other, our other thesis though, Matt, with uh, Howard and especially Derek Rose, like Derek Rose is, he's not in the bulls Jersey. He's got dreadlocks. Now he didn't have that on the bulls. You know, I don't know if that matters, but I got, I got a super chat here. Uh, that this is for Pete really. I, or maybe Pat, I don't, I don't really know. Matt wants to know thoughts on the challenges. Are they worth it? I'm not doing them, so I, I I don't think so. But Pete would because I don't know the marketplace as well as these guys do. They seem extremely plus EV to me as someone who hasn't done them and then regretted it immensely. Um, yeah, I'm really I'm really torn on it. Um, obviously, not going for the first Cool Cats challenge looks disastrous in hindsight. Uh, I mean the Luca like at seven thousand. <laughs> However. It's what I'm having a hard time is untangling it from the overall market bull run versus like the value of the master challenge itself. Because initially, what was propping that up was the announcement for the Lamello master challenge, having to hold all of those cards for this longer duration of time. That conceptually made sense to me. And then everything went parabolic, and I haven't been able to untangle those two in my head yet. Yeah, I guess if there was like, I mean, there's. I don't know exactly how this dynamic is working, but there's like challenges that everyone knows about and, and are chasing. And then there's sort of like challenges that no one talks about. Like there was the, there's the hollow challenge. And I guess it's just cause it's really expensive, but you're not really hearing that much about the hollow challenge. It's, it's a cool catch challenge. The gift, I guess is kind of under the radar, but all those moments are up a ton from where they were. So to me, if you can complete the challenge somewhat affordably, it sort of, I think it probably makes a lot of sense. I know Awesome bought like a ton of cool cats. Yeah. So he clearly sees the, you know, maybe not even going, like stopping at going for the challenge might also be leaving money on the table. Maybe you go for the challenge and then you just keep buying those moments because you know other people are going to chase the challenge. Brian, I actually wanted to ask you that because I was listening to Awesome went on the Own the Moment podcast. And I think Justin was asking him if he had. Uh, his analytical brain had kicked in and started making any spreadsheets or any other ways to kind of quantify what's going on in the marketplace. And he was kind of like, honestly, I've just been going off my gut uh, so far. And I know how you approach DFS, uh, very analytical. You like building your own models to make an advantage. Have you even thought about trying to put any of this down in a spreadsheet yet? Or are you still shooting from the hip? Run some Sims. Shooting from the hip. <laughs> even though I started my, my algo bit, <laughs> when we first started talking about this, you should build an, uh, an Elgo and uh, an Elgo bot and have that baby running and humming, getting us packs. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. You probably, if you're gonna grind it, you could probably do something. But I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna grind it and go. Oh, I need this card for seventy five dollars because I could sell it for ninety five, and then you just keep. But you, I bet people are gonna make. A decent a lo- you could probably make a living off of that right now well moment ranks you can type in your account and it can tell you based on you know whatever algorithm they have what your moments are worth with the serial number included i imagine they can use that exact same stuff to just look at the marketplace as well yeah but like i'm, I'm talking like you're doing that like do thousands of them so like automate the whole thing so you could just Someone lists someone lists something. You pull that in on API or something, and just immediately yeah, price yeah. it, well, buy it, relist it, price it, buy it, relist it. Because you would need you would need some kind of automated tool to do that. Because right now, I do think it is an advantage if you aren't having a way to to automate this to have a smaller collection because it's easier to be more nimble with removing stuff. Like I had a few things get picked off. I was literally going to delist an Alex Caruso series one moment and it sold as I was removing it. Like that's how that happened too. And it's, it's hard when you have a decent amount and then you're like, Holy cow, the market's running. I want to pull this like the way just the dapper interface works. I mean, it's, it can be slow to go through all those. Yeah. You could, you could definitely come up with something. 
how much you could make off that and is it worth your time? And I'm too damn I'm too damn busy sending you guys cosmics <laughs> to uh <laughs> No, and everyone's saying like the pickle. I don't know, maybe that's what Brian is actually describing. I'm more thinking about a, a tool on the back end where you would you would still have to manually go make the buys yourself, but just to identify relative to like let's say you took a spread of the 10 closest cereals on either side of it and you took like the average of that and then found the biggest disparities on the marketplace relative to the spread of 20 cereals around it. And you just identified those as the most undervalued. I think whoever built moment ranks is doing that with their own site behind the scene, because it's like, it's the exact same thing, except you just need to add for sale and how much for sale, whatever the listing price is. And then you could, you know, you can just sort. Guys, stop calling me pickle. If anyone's going to be pickle here, it's Brian. I, I I am not turning into pickle. You want to see my spreadsheets? You don't have to worry about me turning into pickle. I don't think I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not totally following the pickle <laughs> bit, but um, I don't think there's anything wrong with making a bot for like buying and selling. I think there's something wrong if they if they had some sort of pack drop bot or something like that. I think's wrong. But just to save you time from listing and delisting stuff, like who gives a shit? I don't think that's like immoral. No, I think that so the people's disdain for pickle would be say someone misprices something, uh, a million people are trying to click it to get it. They all get mm. to the dapper screen and it all fails. And it's the pickle bot that got to it first because there's of, bots out there. There was the pickle bottle though. Roham is uh, on the record of saying they shut it down. I haven't heard if pickle's still, okay. still rolling. Well, yeah. I mean, if they don't want bots, then obviously then, then don't do it. But, um, yeah, just just thinking out loud. Yeah, I, I, that that's true. People could mistype and stuff, but I don't know, whatever. See, this is more the kind of thing I'm talking about that Corey's talking about here. You can set notifications on Coinbase when a coin fluctuates by a percentage. Yes. We just need to do something for specific moments. That's what I'd want. Yeah, because you're yeah. kind of doing that by hand. You're going in, you're <laughs> looking through. It just saves you a ton of time. Everyone's gonna start calling you Brickle now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That guy seems pretty sharp to me. Big Dick Brickle. Um, yeah, that's oh geez. Um, Eric, that's honestly Eric, Eric Johnson. My chat says, uh, is there any way to get free top shots? And um, yeah, you just be a rich influencer like Peter Overzet and just ask people for your uh Fred Van Vliet's and uh, you'll just end up with a bunch of freebies and free packs. Look, oh, yeah. I used I used <laughs> my powers for good. Last club <laughs> top shot. Uh I asked Jacob if I could give a pack away on the stream and yeah, he, he airdropped one in my account to give to the people. So I I'm using my powers to, uh, to give back to everyone. Uh, and I will, I will just do a plug. Uh, we haven't announced the shows yet, but the club is going up tomorrow night and Friday night with some very cool guests. So it is going to be a very long week for me. Uh, I'm going to get nothing done. I'm going to be drunk. I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be hungover, but we're going to have fun. Um, so yeah, uh, Brian, did you, but you've been sitting on packs here, Brian. I mean, we, Pat and I do have to run to ship chasing in a little bit, but I do think we should open one or two of your packs. Okay. Let's open a pack. Beautiful. Uh, I didn't know we were getting packs tonight. Win, win packs, win, win packs. Did, they, it, did either of you guys have luck with the, not at all, no, yeah, no. If the price wouldn't no. go up like a hundred X, I'd feel comfortable just giving them giving them away. But <laughs> I don't know. How I can feel like tomorrow it's ten grand, twenty grand. You just gave away. Hang on. Let's yeah, you don't do, want to be Andy. Let's do something like this, Brian. We'll do one of your base packs, and I mean, I don't want to put in your. Do you want to give? You could give away a moment to someone in. We could do something for like the chat uh, and to follow you on Twitter um, for a specific moment. We could say like moment number two. I don't know. What are you thinking? All right, yeah, sure, let's do it. Moment number two. Oh well, god. What, what, what packs do you want to open up? It's that dude, this pack. is your packs. I mean, I all my packs that I personally got, I mean, I flipped those within seconds. You know, hundred dollar LeBrons that are now going for thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> and what do I gotta do to get the audio? Cause you want the audio, don't you? I mean, come on, dude. I honestly hey, hey, well. So my favorite audio in the world is the Cool Cats music, but for a giveaway, um, 
But you, we got, we got to make this clear, Brian. What's the action item for the people? Well, that's why I want to open it up so we can take a look. But I don't have, I don't know which how to share my screen with the audio. Come on, Brian. You're supposed to be a a Streamyard pro at this point. I feel like I could do this just based on watching Club Top Shot. <laughs> I give the instructions out so many times. You gave, him, you gave them to everyone. You gave it to Damian Lee. <laughs> I know. Want to open a base pack? Yeah, we're gonna open a base pack. Yeah. Which release though? Uh, does it matter? Well, I just saw there like in the latest release there was a Steph Curry number one was was in the release today. So I don't know. It probably okay, doesn't matter. Not that one. I actually like Steph Curry. <laughs> I think it was the twentieth, not the nineteenth. Well, that's yeah. what I, I was joking with Leone because I hopped on with him and he did a base pack giveaway the other day, and I was saying it'd be funny if people start doing the giveaways, but it's like NBA draft picks where it's a protected draft pick. You know, if like if it's a top yeah. three serial or like a top five Hall of yeah. Fame probability that it's like, no, I get to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're all worth like 80 bucks or something, right? They're yeah. pretty, they're pretty valuable right now. And that's why I'm not forcing you don't you can just we can just rip a pack that you hold well, like, no, no if I, I don't want to give away one that's like 30 grand or something. Well, I don't know if there's gonna be a 30 grand in here, no, but it, what the base set two, uh what's the like most expensive one there? I never look at those. I don't know. The LeBron, probably. Or the Lamello. Just you just need to decide what you want to do, Brian, because the people they're getting teased right now. Okay. We'll give away the third one. How about that? The third moment in this base pack. Yeah. And before you rip it, how are we going to give it away? Uh, how do you want to do that? You tell me. Um, how about this? Um oh. Okay, my brain is short circuiting now. Um, How? For, yeah. First of all, you need to to be eligible for this giveaway. You need to be following Brian on Twitter. I just put his Twitter handle in the uh, in the comments here on my panel. If you're if you're watching on Brian's channel, I assume you already follow him on Twitter. Um, what's a good way to do this? Uh, Let's. Uh, we could think of a number in my head: oh. one to a thousand. The closest one gets it. I don't know if is it going to let you open a pack if we're in maintenance right now. Uh -oh. I think it will. Okay, because right now it's we're definitely in maintenance. I think you can still open a pack. Here, hit hit open pack, Brian. It it doesn't open it uh, the specific moment yet. This is going to be such a blue balls if it doesn't let you do this. Here we go. Okay. All right. So we are good on that. Um, how about this? We have maybe people in the comments, Brian, put uh, the name of everyone gets to put one player. And if someone guesses one of the players that are in here, you get um, that third moment. Or which moment did we say we're giving away, Brian? Third one. Third one. So you don't, if you guess the player right, you, you don't get that player. You get whatever the third moment is. But it's going to whoever guesses a player that we actually open of the three. Does that okay. make sense? That's a good idea because then if they don't guess it, no one gets it. Exactly. Exactly. You got to go Bruno Fernandez, Sam Merrill. It's always. Don't give it away, Brian. <laughs> I don't everyone, know. What's in here. Everyone gets one guess, Brian. You're going to have to scroll through. Through your chat, we do have the timestamp, so it'll be whoever was uh, was first. Everyone got, gets one guess here. All right, and if it's the same name, tiebreaker goes to my chat. How about that? Also, I just want to say, a lot of people revealing themselves as lurkers in the chat right now. A lot of you not commenting throughout the show, and the second a giveaway comes, you start pecking your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's... Uh, Let's start opening these, Brian. These guys just guessed the same name back to back in my chat. Pick a different name. <laughs> all right. Well, this one, this one. All right. Uh, oh, uh, we already got someone guessed Abaca in okay. here. I want to say I saw that. It looks like so, no Abaca's in mine. Uh oh, that was a Zubak. I think we're good so far. Okay, I don't see an Abaca here. Oh, you're we got we got the no dunks guys in here guessing Brogdon. <laughs> Trey, is that you, Trey Kirby? 
Trey, I'm worried about you not hanging out with your family these days. <laughs> You're always watching these streams. All right, we're going to open the next one, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Salem had a Baca here. Oh, wow. I okay. Found I found him. Wait, that, that's after the – that's 801. <laughs> no. No, it this was, was way back. This was – this was this was way back before you opened it. Oh, really? Because the one you just had it was eight oh one. Yeah, it's 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 nine oh two. Yeah, don't worry. You hadn't opened it yet. I promise you. I doubt they were doing it eight oh one an hour ago. I don't think they were guessing, Peter. Skeets, it's you, Skeets. You're the one that has the <laughs> sickness. I for sure thought Trey was the more sick one of you two. Um, ooh, a cousin's three pointer. Brian, we I really need just you bobbing a little bit like you're in the club. Brian. I did I did earlier. That's <laughs> all you get. <laughs> okay. And behind door number three. 10, 5, 2, 1. Layup. Dwayne Bacon. Ugh. Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so did Salem win a Dwayne Bacon? Is that the giveaway we just did? That's the giveaway. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Salem, let us know your uh let us know your top shot handle here. Uh, he, he says that he guessed after after he did. Now. Yeah, no, no he no, he said he did. Yeah, thanks for he being honest. He doesn't want the bacon. Honest, he did it anyways. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. I'm just doing a bit that no one wants the bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! There's so many comments that in Streamyard I can't even scroll back to uh, to get rid of Salem's comment. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> oh, there we go. I just got to switch it. Um, Okay, Brian. Uh, All right, let's do another one. You want to do another one? Yeah. Okay. Let's do this guy. Oh, Salem, by the way, he definitely got in and on time. He's way, way up here. Yes. Okay. The Ibaka. Yeah. All right. Well, c congratulations with your Dwayne Bacon. I need your username on Top Shot. Uh, yeah, Salem, let us know your thing. <laughs> and we're By the way, it's not bacon, we're being told. It's what? Bacon. What? We're pronouncing oh. the guy's name wrong. No, no, it's bacon, all right? <laughs> if, if his last name isn't pronounced bacon, like, I just quit all of this. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Bacon? It, that's not happening. I mean, God. Okay, right. there you go, Brian. You got to send the bacone to uh, Salem. Can you, can you stand under maintenance or no? Um, it sounds like Brian's trying to weasel out of this. He wants to hodl the bacone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm get rid of that piece of garbage piss. People want music, Brian. Did you yeah, do I the music? I can't thing? send it right now. I'll send it later. The music's on, right? Let's see. We can't hear it. Or it's really All quiet. Right. We'll, we'll give away the third one on this one, too. That was pretty weak. All right, so we're going to have everyone give. Are they going to spam the chat with names again? No, don't do the name thing. Okay. Um, do, just do, just do uh, numbers or something like that. One, one, think of a number in your head, Pete. Is that too hard? <laughs> sounds way worse than just putting the names in. Okay, put the names in. Everyone do the names again. Do the names again. Do the names again. Do the names. If you guess a name that's within the set, the first one to guess one of the three names, you get the third moment. No, people started doing numbers. Come on. We really need to, we need to organize these giveaways better. Names. I need names. Brian's you, robot. You started brain. it. You Brian's started like, Have everyone do binary code in the chat. What if uh, uh, should we do this like lot and thinks where you have to guess what Skeets guesses? <laughs> oh my god, that that gets really confusing. Um, all right, what <laughs> if the first it. player's name is like number seven? <laughs> like in Seinfeld. Let, let me see the names. Let me see right. the names, folks. All right, here we go. Let's open the first one. Ooh, Nuggets. Will Barton. Barton. Anyone do a Barton? Um, let's see here. Uh, now we got the SV. Uh, any sickos say Barton? I don't see so I don't see it yet. All right, number two, Miles, Miles Bridges. Bridges. Yeah. 
<laughs> he, he, qu- he, he clicks quit. off the highlight. I've he never seen someone do that. Just so much disgust because it's not a Hall of Famer. It's actually a cool dunk. <laughs> that, was, all right, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> You're sick, dude. <laughs> Why why doesn't it say cosmic next to their names? <laughs> yeah, what brides wait for that cosmic drop? Oh my god. All right, here's the giveaway. Oh, 44. Jackson Hayes. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. That's At a giveaway. A nice cereal. That's a sick dunk. That's a sick dunk. All right. I don't I don't like Jackson Hayes anyway, so congratulations. Oh, someone TJ, get I found TJ up here at 905. Guess Will Barton. Wow. Boom. That's it. TJ. There you go, buddy. TJ gets a 44 Jackson Hayes. That's pretty sick. That's a nice giveaway. Yeah. All right. Let me get some. So let me get the screen name, TJ, so I can send it to you. So I can send it to you later. Quote. Hang on. Alex the Lion. I want to make sure I'm doing this fair. I just... I got to make sure, Alex, please don't be fucking with me. He says that he called Bridges. The question is, did he do it before TJ? Oh, okay. And I need to go through my... Uh... But Barton would trump Bridges, right? Does anyone in my chat do Bridges or... Listen, we need a better way to do giveaways. Oh, so it's the first, it's the first person. Yeah. Alex, you were, I see yours, Alex, but you were way after TJ. TJ was at 905, Will Barton, and you were 906, Miles Bridges. So I say way after, but in giveaway time, that was a lot after. So I do have TJ as the earliest. Oh, so that Barton is the part of challenge someone's telling me? <laughs> hey, Amico. <laughs> he said, who would have thought with such a well-organized giveaway, there could be some controversy. <laughs> it's a, I mean, Top Shot turns everyone into just absolute savages. <laughs> I I have a feeling like yeah, I mean like someone would like hunt me down because I gave the Jackson Hayes away to the wrong person. Um, we do need to wrap this up because Pat and I have to head over to ship chasing. We're gonna be with Ben Gretsch, and if I have a good read on things, we're probably gonna end up talking about Top Shot. If you want to come hang out with us over there, yeah, that was literally the the show sheet is Top Shot. Oh, are you guys, <laughs> oh, I'll hang if you guys want me to. What's that screen name though for who who the giveaway is? TJ, uh, he posted it in here. Let me go back to it once more. Uh, one of our discords too. Here it is. So it's just TJ underscored, and it was right. Salem with an A. Yeah. If we forget, just hit us, hit us up in Discord or something. You yeah. TJ, it. remind us if we don't if we don't do this. Um. All right, guys. We appreciate you coming out for lols. Thank you to Pat Crane for joining us. Uh, we are here every single Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern except two weeks from now when I will be gone on vacation and I'm logging off for once in my goddamn life. Uh, maybe uh, Brian uh, can still put on a show. He has he has my permission to keep Lulz running uh, with a guest of his choosing, if, if you want, Brian. Wait, what happened? <laughs> I'm not going to be here two weeks from today. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we can either take a week off or you can keep the show running without me. Maybe me and uh, Spag should do a joint podcast. There you go. And by joint, you mean smoke joints while podcasting? Just with the camera on. (laughs) There you go. Um, Pat, anything else you'd like to plug besides the the stream we're about to do and your uh, account, Daily Rojo, on Top Shot? Yeah, send me send me your. uh, I don't know what's a what's a bad NBA player that will make me a bunch (laughs) of money like your flip name bleats. No, no, no! Don't slander him. I've been saying Bruno Fernando as my go to joke uh, NBA player. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um, that'll do yeah follow pat on twitter at pat Corain. uh we do have the audio version of this uh if you guys would prefer to listen back i feel like the disorganization disorganization of the giveaway is going to age really well in audio form uh so definitely enjoy that and uh we will see you guys next week on lols <laughs> Thank you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.